Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode. This week, I thought that I would talk about kind of FOMO and, you know, the fear of missing out when you're injured or when you're not able to do what you want to be doing because I think I've touched on it in in a few other episodes, but I feel like this week it's kind of hitting me more. And so I figured why not talk about it and hopefully help (laughs) make this feel less like you're the only one feeling this way. Hopefully it makes me feel like I'm not the only one feeling this way. But okay, to start, I just moved into this new home with another family. I know, surprise, surprise, Steph moves in with a family in a random place. (laughs) I feel like that's becoming kind of my um, MO recently is just having all these families all over the world. But yeah, I moved in with this family. And can I just say how incredibly nice people are? Like, what are the odds that I get injured in Europe, have to stay in Europe for months alone, basically, And there are just people willing to take me in. Not sure if that just is like the world being really kind to me or if I did something to deserve this or maybe I'm just like the best guest ever. (laughs) But anyways, I guess this is just like appreciation. I cannot even comprehend how nice it is to have people that are just so welcoming and willing to let a random person stay with them especially in a like vulnerable time for me so on the FOMO or fear of missing out note I want to preface this episode with the fact that I very rarely have this feeling like it's not I've always kind of been this way I like very rarely feel like I'm missing out on things I'm very comfortable with the plan I choose or like the place that I'm at. So maybe my feelings aren't like to the extreme of this, but just like take it with a grain of salt that (laughs) I generally don't get really jealous or like I feel like I'm missing out on things. And if you are someone who gets this like really aggressively or like you just have all these emotions at kind of a heightened level, just... Yeah, maybe this can be helpful, but also remember that I that's just like my personality and I'm really lucky because I like have had these feelings now and I know that it like sucks when you have them in a really extreme way. So just don't (laughs) try to remember that as I talk about my experiences. So first, I think that like my FOMO comes in different levels and I think that this will probably apply to other people's and especially when you're an injured athlete this is like very specific to what I'm going through but the like main things that I'm missing out on so the first thing is like I really miss skiing and getting to race that's something that like I just it's always been like skiing has always been the place where I felt really comfortable. I felt like I fit in really quickly. It's kind of like I just it's like a very natural feeling for me, especially with like the people and the environment. It's something that I've never had to like second guess or think twice about. So for me, that's like one thing I really miss is like the actual skiing and the racing because I 
miss having that like confidence and knowing like I'm exactly where I should be (laughs) because when you're rehabbing or injured you number one the confidence is low because you're like wow it is really hard for me to do the most basic tasks you're constantly having to ask people for help there's like very few things you can do on your own which as like a high functioning person and like a competitive athlete not being able to do things on your own is really tiring and you just feel bad you're like oh my gosh I like all I want to do is be able to like help put the dishes in the dishwasher but like I it takes me 20 minutes to get from the kitchen table to the dishwasher with my crutches and my plates and if you're my coach listening to this it's because I use my crutches and don't hop around like you told me not to (laughs) okay in all fairness I do hop a lot but I'm trying not to because I know it like hurts the rest of your body to be hopping around all the time on one leg so that's like the main I'd say the main like part of my FOMO comes from just like not having that confidence and that feeling of like okay I belong here and While I like have those feelings, something that I've been doing to kind of counteract that is realizing like something that's really important to me is not having my entire identity in my sport. And I think it's really important for also your life because like you're going to retire one day and you don't want to have all of your eggs and like identity into the sporting world or like being an athlete. And so I've been thinking of other things that I can kind of switch my like gain confidence from and for me that's been like taking on different projects um working or you know doing like trying to gain confidence from my rehab and like really hyping myself up when I do the most basic new thing um like sometimes that's just like being able to get into a new stretch or being told I can like put 50% body weight on my leg so those are kind of the things that I'm doing to like try to shift my mind is like okay look at all these things I can do by myself and it's only going to get better like it's only going to keep progressing from here but yeah definitely missing like getting to actually do your sport and like feel all those emotions and feelings and that confidence that comes with it is probably like the number one thing that I feel with FOMO. Okay, number two. So this might not apply to everyone, but for me, being able to ski race and like make friends and have a really big community is huge for me. And that's something that I've been missing so much. And um, my friends on the circuit and my friends in skiing have been amazing. Like they have made sure that I know they haven't forgotten about me. Like they still love me and that like they can't wait for me to come back. And that's been super nice. But I will say that it's so hard going from like living this really fun, social, um, like competitive life to then going to being like in rehab you're usually alone I mean sometimes you rehab with other people but you're going like your experiences are entirely your own so that is something different and um I will say that's like really hard and maybe this kind of ties into like the friendship part is like when you see your friends doing really well it's I know okay I don't necessarily feel this way, but it can be 
really hard <laughs> because you're like, okay, that's where I can be. And, but I'm injured. And now like my friends are doing awesome and like, I want to be doing awesome with them. So if you're feeling that way, something that like I've been thinking about is, okay, this is awesome. Like my friends are crushing it and they are skiing so well. And for me, that's just like so exciting because it means they're going to be even more motivated. Like they are going to keep going. They're going to keep pushing in the sport. And then when I come back, they're going to be there like pushing it. And I will have those kinds of people around me helping me get back to where I want to be. Um, but I know like it's one thing to see people that you're not super close with or that you don't really know doing well because you're like, okay, whatever, like good for them. <laughs> but then when you see your friends doing well, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to be there so badly with them. Like not only like competing with them, but cheering them on and like being a part of that atmosphere. And, um, yeah, that's something that I've missed, like being a part of my friend's success and like getting to root for them and cheer for them but I've been doing it from afar and yeah it's just it is like really motivating because I'm like oh my gosh this is so exciting like my friends are getting to that next level and yeah like when I come back I just want to be like chasing them back to that level as well so I think that you can frame your FOMO in different ways to like trick yourself <laughs> um and maybe it's like okay my friends are doing really well now so they're still going to be in the sport when I come back <laughs> and I think that's like a fair way to think about it is um yeah maybe you're not there right now but you if you keep working hard you can get back to a spot where you're back with them and they're still going to be there pushing and you have like close friends who are now like crushing it and are like really competitive and I think that's kind of a fun way to think about it and it also it's like proven that if you train in competitive environments or like are in uh like close with your competitors then you're gonna like push harder and push more so pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's kind of how I've been thinking about it. Also, like, oh God, I hope that if you are an injured athlete and you're feeling that way, that you know, like, people haven't forgotten about you or your friends haven't just like I don't know just because they're doing well doesn't mean they forget about you like they are just doing their sport and they're trying to get to that next level and you know when you come back you'll be right there chasing them and you might not come back at the same level that you know they're at when you know you might not come back at that same level but you have a lot of motivation now and people that can help you get there. Okay, so the third area for me is maybe more relevant if you're like, 
I don't know, either an older athlete or you're at like a pivotal point in your career. Maybe you're trying to make a college team or it's like one of your last years as a junior or something, which let me tell you right now, all of those timelines and those like pivotal moments, they don't really matter. You can you can do things at any age. You can, um, yeah, maybe you don't make the World Juniors team this year, but who knows if you keep pushing hard, you're going to make a World Championships team or an Olympic team. And um, those are kind of things that have to keep in mind. But for me, like as a kind of, I'm at like a, I don't know, the older end of my career, I guess, is like, it feels like I'm wasting time. (laughs) And as like a 26 year old who, mind you, the age of like really good women is increasing. And it's been fun watching like Lara Goot and Fede Brignone. They've just been crushing it. And I'm like, okay, they're in their 30s. So like, I have lots of time. (laughs) And I do think it's kind of people are these athletes are like less concerned with the end date or like oh, but best before date I'll call it of like being an athlete and they're kind of embracing the like male side of things where boys don't care how old they are like they there's freaking 40 year old men out there racing and like still living their dream and it's I think when you're a girl you kind of have this like timeline in your head where you're like oh my gosh I need to be you know, at my best before I'm in my 30s, because then when I get to my 30s, I'm going to be close to retiring because, you know, babies and all that, whatever. But once you take like, just take all the pressure off, take anything, (laughs) like all these timelines and expiration dates and whatever, take all of that out of it and just think about your, your goals. And like, there's no age limit on your goals. I mean, okay, maybe not like you can't be 90, maybe, but I don't know maybe one day it'll be done. So that's like, okay, my last area of FOMO is just like the feeling of wasting time or wasting my like best quote unquote best years because they always say like when you're a woman in your like mid to late 20s, those are your like prime years for athletics. It's like (laughs) whatever. Um, So for me, that's like one of the more frustrating parts or like things that affects me the most is just feeling like I am missing out on my like prime years when I need to be making that next step but I am taking away the pressure and I am like really embracing that there's no timeline for things everyone everything happens at different times to different people and I mean you look at all the athletes that are injured right now or have been in major injuries kind of later in their career and they come back like (laughs) I don't know I think it's um for me just trying to take any of that pressure or like expectation away of where I need to be by a certain timeline based on like other athletes and just focusing entirely on what I want to accomplish and how I'm going to get there and for me right now that realistically means like coming back for the next Olympics. That's like (laughs) something that I have kept in my mind. Oh, also when I think about wasting time or um, this is something that's been probably also one of the more like frustrating parts is living this like professional athlete lifestyle. Yeah, it freaking is hard and you have to work a ton, but when you're in it, it's so fun. And I think that's like one of the biggest things I miss is like, 
oh my gosh, I'm wasting two years of this like amazing part of my life that's like so fun and I enjoy so much. So that is something that's been like kind of in my brain a lot. But the way I also think about it is I enjoyed it so much when I was in it. And even now that I'm out of it, I'm like still staying connected to it and staying like, you know, I still talk to the athletes all the time. I talk to my friends. I have gone to some of the races to watch. I'm still like making myself a part of that lifestyle. And I guess that's kind of like my way of dealing with it. But it is really hard being like, wow, these are supposed to be like the most fun years that I've of my life. And yet I'm like sitting here alone doing like leg raises in a gym. <laughs> so I think that I don't really know how to manage that one 100%. There's definitely little ways like you just have to embrace that this is where you're at and there's going to be way more fun times in your life and the fun doesn't end when your sport ends. Like there's <laughs> so much more to your life than that. But also like making the most of it when you're in that lifestyle and I do think that when I come back, I'm going to appreciate it a lot more because like when I was in it before, I loved every second of it and I really like made an effort to have fun with it. And but looking back, I'm even more appreciative of it. And I think that now I have that mindset, it'll be kind of like a different experience when I come back. And yeah, I guess that's my like last area of FOMO and missing out I guess my biggest takeaway from feeling FOMO while being injured is that the more you indulge in that FOMO and like put yourself in positions where you're forced to like see it and I don't know feel it and that might be like scrolling social media constantly and seeing what all the people are up to or like constantly asking your friends what is going on on the circuit and like it is good to stay updated it's good to want to be invested in like your normal life but you also the more you effort like time and energy you give to what everyone else is doing the less you can give to what you're doing and it's just it's good in little doses like indulge every once in a while you know use it as like a way to stay connected but remember that you are where you're at right now and the more energy you can put into yourself and getting better the better the outcome is going to be and um, also the better for your brain because <laughs> I think social media is hard on everybody so try not to give yourself too much time focusing on what other people are doing but those are all of my thoughts on FOMO maybe ask me in six months how I'm doing and maybe it will have evolved by then because it'll be summer and no one will be skiing but I'll still be rehabbing and you know I think that's hard but anyways thank you so much for listening and supporting and hopefully if you're injured this was a little bit helpful and I don't know if you're a parent of an injured athlete, just remember that there's a lot more going on than just their injury um, to their body part. There's a lot going on inside their head and a lot of emotions. So be aware of it all. You know, 
embrace it all but also be kind to yourself and remember that we are where we are and you just have to go with it okay talk to you next week bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.